0: We have a special treat for you guys. So I just did finished up my segments and i wrapped up the episode and I was like, okay, I'm sending out the episode. And then immediately I look on my timeline and I see somebody that's looking to be featured on a podcast. And like this person is amazing. Like I joined her group like a good six to eight months ago and everything that I'm doing now, like every, every interaction that I'm having with clients, like all like my growth in the last six months has been due to this woman right here because of everything I learned in her group. And I had many conversations with her and like just connecting with her and talking with her and just seeing and getting that energy of somebody who It's like the pick-up-and-go type of person. Like, I have an idea. I'm executing on that idea. And, like, I just... It's my favorite part of connecting with her and following her and seeing her work is to see that pick-up-and-go mentality. Because that's what I try to strive for in my own career. And she's going to be doing an interview with us today in about 30 minutes. And I'm so excited because I wanted to introduce you guys to this woman and what she does. So her name is Lashmia Ferba, and she is the CEO of LMF Consulting Group, a digital marketing and consulting agency. So what they do in this agency, they provide a service in the online space to grow, maintain, and establish your presence online. And they work with a variety of clients from freelancers to major corporations, and they know their way around the digital marketing and consulting space. Like they are legit. They are everything. They will give you life. And she is gonna be doing an interview with us right now. Hello?
1: What?
2: Mia? Can you
1: hear me? Yes,
2: I can hear you. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited because I literally I just wrapped up like the notes that I took from this other marketing event. And then I saw your post on Facebook and I was like, oh, my God. Yes, I have to get you on right now today (laughs) and get this done, because um, usually a lot of the days I talk about a lot of tech stuff. But today I, I actually took on discussing marketing and like you are the perfect person to talk more in depth about marketing. So
1: Yay.
2: definitely feel free. Like I, I I just did an introduction for you, but if you can introduce yourself, like that would be great.
1: Okay. So I'm Lashmi Marie. I am a digital marketing consultant and I also run LMS Consulting Group, which is a digital marketing agency. Sweet. Okay. So let's just jump it jump right into it. So
2: huh, let's see. Where should we start? <laughs>
1: Um, I can tell you a little bit about my background um, with yeah. marketing. Okay, so my background with marketing is very unconventional. So I started my very, very, very first job at 14. i working for a nonprofit and um, being taught everything under the sun because I was the youngest person there. So um, through that period that I was working there, I worked there about seven years, I transitioned from being a part-time worker from high school to someone that actually started leading departments. So I actually at 18 I started having I think I had 175 people reporting to me. And um, seeing that I worked in a nonprofit, nonprofits sometimes have lim- limited funding. So your title means nothing in the nonprofit world. So I was learning how to, you know, utilize the marketing knowledge that we did have into ways that would actually be fruitful for the business. So I started using social media because it was kind of newer then, um, to raise um, awareness about our campaigns and highlight our staff and highlight our members and things like that. And all of a sudden, um, people started coming to me outside of the organization asking me if I would handle their social media marketing. And I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was a joke. (laughs) But once I started doing research, figuring out that's that's actually a thing, I started working with them. So I started doing that on the side. I transitioned my career, and so we're going to fast forward to now. Um, I've done countless campaigns with marketing, some for myself, some for um, other people, um, and I also have the agency, which covers consulting as well as marketing. So that's a that's a sped up version of my background. No, that's perfect. So I, I, I wanted to kind of
2: dig into that a bit. So I actually had two questions. And the first one is, um, I know for me personally, marketing is a scary thing because when I first thought about it, I immediately thought about a dollar sign. I'm going to be spending this amount of money on marketing. And you said that when you were when you were working for the nonprofit, you went to social media and like that seems like a scary step. So how did you decide like, okay, I'm going to do social media and this is how I'm going to go about it?
1: Okay, so the reason why I chose social media was is for a hilarious reason. Around this time, a lot of people were not using it for marketing, mm-hmm. but the people that were using it were like people who were like running clubs and stuff. And I literally was like, if they can make money on social media using these terrible flyers, I can probably better with what I have in my background and what we have as marketing materials. So um, we, we started making things that were going viral on purpose, to stretch the dollars that we really didn't have. Mm. Um, so, everything we did initially was free. Uh, we created events, invited people to it, like supporters and things like that. And they would share, and then their friends would share, and all those other stuff. And we would actually hit our campaign goals or our event goals really quickly. I think the longest it took us to hit one of our goals was two weeks. Mm. And that was pretty much unheard of at that point because of the flu. They thought social media was a passing fad. So oh, wow. we made money in two weeks, than some of the organizations that had it for three months, and we that had it for
2: months. <laughs> that is amazing. So I noticed you mentioned like campaign. So I did talk a bit earlier about like the different marketing strategies that you can do, and like, can you talk a little bit more about what is a campaign and what does that look like on social media?
1: Okay, so there's two different types of campaigns typically on social media. There are the free campaigns, and then there are the paid ones, aka sponsors. So free campaigns are like if you put up a post on a business page or business profile, and it gets sent out to the people that follow and like that page. That's still a campaign because you have an objective at the end of it. Your objective is to get more awareness or generate revenue, whatever the case would be. That's still a campaign, even though it's not paid now yes. a paid one is a little more complex so typically you have to narrow down your audience um figure out a budget amount that you can um, actually spend in this campaign period figure out exactly what your end goal is um it's really really more targeted than a free campaign so with the campaigns those are typically more risky but the payout if done correctly it's bigger than most free campaigns will ever be mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a test, that one's more of like a testing one. You have to split test to get to where you need to get to. And that's what scares a lot of people. Yeah, They think that 10 bucks into a campaign, they're gonna make a thousand dollars. And while you can, it takes some time before you get to that point. That shouldn't be your expectation, you know? So with those campaigns, you really have to have a defined objective. Like if you're trying to make money, that needs to be your objective. It needs to be clear and everything that you put in, everything that um, is used for the marketing stuff needs to be clear that that's what it's for. Otherwise, the message gets mixed up and that's how, you know, people drop off in the midst of the campaign.
2: Thank you, like, thank you for that information. And, like, you talked about starting, like, you transitioned out of your career and you started working on your own. Like, what was that like, like, what, what, like, I know it kind of came to you and sort of, like, it kind of came to you. Like, you were doing it and then people reached out to you. So once you were completely on your own, can you talk a bit more about that? And what what was it like for you? What challenges did you run into? And um, what successes did you have? Or Were you counting successes at all? Or were you just pushing for the next, I guess, now zone to hit?
1: So when I was um, picking the people on the side, midst of all this, Everything was fine, I was still doing my regular job and still working on the side. However, in January 2013, I got started from my job. The campaigns actually that I was running, that I was actually running, stopped. They completely stopped and oh, wow. I went to a two-year depression. I went to a two-year depression. Um, so my activity in that two-year period was extremely limited, extremely, extremely limited. So uh, during that time, I was literally writing, I was writing, I was researching because that was the only thing that really cheered me up was me doing some writing and researching. And I realized that the social media landscape had started to grow a great deal, which obviously is a thing. And stuff that I was using at the time seemed like it was obsolete. So I had to reteach myself everything in that two year period and start all the way over. Wow. When it first sounds horrible and at the time it was awful <laughs> um, I'm really thankful for it because it helped me understand that with marketing and social media and life in general you have to be able to pivot and not be so f- in a way that you can't grow so that two year depression actually helped me grow my business and it sounds very strange when you think about it but That's what happened. It actually worked. So with me doing that, I went very old school with getting new clients. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, A lot of people live here. Everybody's moving here for some reason. And so there's always businesses either moving into the area or opening. So I walked down the street. I literally started walking down the street asking people if they needed help in their business. I literally went super old school. And I was totally scared because I was outside my comfort zone. And then people started saying yes. They needed help. They needed help. They didn't know where to search and all those other stuff. And I started transitioning businesses to online. So that added more to the marketing aspect than um, I was doing before. And, yeah, that started changing a lot of things. It's still something that changed a lot of things, even now. And that was a couple of years ago.
2: Wow. Like, so that yeah. is amazing. Yep.
1: I just have to- <laughs>
2: I just have to call out how amazing it is because we, we tend not to talk about mental health too much when it comes to being an entrepreneur. We're all about that push, 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 push. Mm-hmm. But you have come from a low point in your life to facing your fear,
1: to say, Absolutely. you know what,
2: let me recenter myself and tackle on these fears. Like, let me just tackle it on. And and I guess I want to ask, like, how what advice would you give for somebody who needs to kind of overcome that low point in their life and they feel like everything is falling apart, but they want, like, they want the end goal? Like, what advice would you give for them to kind of just push
1: past and, and move forward? Oh, I, I got a couple things for that. So I'm going to tell you what actually helped me. Um, I started using social media personally. Like, a lot of times it was business, and I discovered Facebook groups. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. (laughs) I was doing social media stuff, but I didn't know that Facebook groups were, like, an actual thing because they weren't really advertised at the time. So I joined a woman support group that a friend of mine um, told me about. And in that group, it was so many women from all over the world going through various things, and, you know, some had made it through, some had still been stuck. And I met someone there who who became my pro bono sort of mentor. And um, I've never met her in a day in my life. Her name is Tina. I've never met her in a day in my life. But she literally pushed me outside of my comfort zone. She pushed me to go back to doing what I was doing before. She pushed me to get through what I needed to get through and gave me support that I needed at that time. And all she ever asked me to do was to return the favor. So in that space, you have to understand that, there are bigger problems than what you're dealing with right now, but it's okay to deal with the problems that you currently have because that matters. Mm-hmm. That totally matters. You can't really help anyone else until you help yourself. Yes. So I will scream this out to the rooftops. Do not be afraid of asking for help. It doesn't have to be a personal sense like a therapist. But just ask for accountability or support, but make sure that you are holding up to your end of the bargain because the only way is going to work for you. So this, these two things changed the game for me. And if you can, get a business coach. If you're trying to transition into a business, get a business coach. Don't be afraid of actually hiring someone to help, because I did actually hire someone to help me out, even though you looked like I didn't have any money. And it changed my life well. So those three things, those three different types of support Truly, truly, choose it for me. something out there, and not just the rosy stuff that goes on in life, but the real stuff. You yeah. never know what those types can do for you.
2: Oh, yeah, I 100% agree on the support because it's definitely going into entrepreneurship is a lonely journey. Like, it, it feels lonely. Like, you see all these people doing it, and there's the group, but but at times you feel super lonely and like good getting out and reaching out and getting that support you need is like essential. Like I always tell people like you have to have your go-to people for stuff. And sometimes you may not have to go to one person for everything, but like if you have that entrepreneur buddy, go to that person. If you have like uh, your like my kids are getting on my nerves, buddy, then <laughs> go to that person. So I love that you mentioned support. So, so let's flip it a bit and talk about like the positive things about being an entrepreneur. So what are some of the successes that you had for your business? Or, or what made it feel official? And you're like, this is a real thing. And let's do this.
1: What made it official was when um, I finally moved into my own place, where I wanted to live with the type of stuff that I was looking for and people were emailing me asking me for my help in marketing and this mm-hmm. is before I stopped really telling people that that's what I was doing publicly again and um, they were ask, I was asking how did they find me and they're like oh you know through social media I'm like oh okay so <laughs> that answers that and they were, they were watching what I was posting, how I was getting engagement and all this other stuff and they wanted the same for what. Um, for their project, and the day I had to turn somebody down was the most successful day of my life. Wow! I didn't think I, I didn't think I could ever do that because you don't you don't hear about that often. Yeah. Um, so I I turned someone down because I knew I was not the right fit for them. That's when I knew I was like, oh, I must really begin to handle this because uh, I feel official. Like I didn't feel guilt. I didn't feel anything. I was just completely honest and transparent, and they still respect me to this very day for my transparency. So being able to be yourself in your business, I think, and being able to turn folks down that you know that are not a good fit are two great ways of figuring out your success. I'm so happy you mentioned
2: that. I'm so (laughs) happy that you mentioned that because – I was just talking about this. Like, during the segments I did earlier this morning, I talked about – I actually talked about the opposite. So I'm so glad you mentioned it because I talked about when a client is not ready to work with you. And I talked about, like, whether or not they had the money or whatever excuse came up and how it's okay. If they ain't got the money, they ain't got the money. Just let it be. Let it be. And then maybe pursue them later when they're ready. But I love that you mentioned the opposite that maybe this client isn't for me. Maybe this client needs to go to somebody else. And I'm still learning that to this day. I am still (laughs) learning that. Somebody hit me up yesterday and I'm like, I don't think so. I don't want to, but uh, I just want to hear what you're talking about. And maybe I'll help. Maybe, because I'm too nice and I hate it. I hate that I'm too nice. (laughs) But I love that you mentioned that it's okay to turn down a client if you don't want to work with that client, if you know it's gonna be more of a headache yes. to work with that person, like it's okay to turn it down. So I love that you mentioned that. So let's let's talk about marketing. Okay. If somebody is starting out their business and they're like, I wanna do marketing and that's all they <laughs> <I> really know. <laughs> what what would you tell them? What advice would you give them?
1: Um, one, I was trying to go sit down somewhere because that's not where they should be starting <laughs> <laughs> at all um, because a lot of people do start that way. So what they really should do is figure out who they actually want as um, patrons or clients or customers or however the language they use in their industry. They need to figure that out first. They need to work backwards from the end of the sales to the beginning to actually yeah. figure out type of marketing they need to use. Not everything works for everybody. So some things, for example, like some people use those biplanes as advertisement, and they make a ton of money from that. Not everybody can use that. Not everybody's industry is actually effective for that type of marketing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use Facebook as marketing. That's not the best place either. So you have to figure out where your people are and meet them there. Don't Don't make it hard for people to give you money. Like, that's one of my goals. do not make it hard for folks to pay you. I love that. I will actually figure out a budget to have. Even when you don't, you do have money. It's simply, it is what it is. Um, figure out a budget and figure out which one of those platforms I can start out with that will give me the best bang for my dollar. So the thing with marketing is, if you put in X and get Y, that's the thing. If you put in X, you'll get Y. So if you put in zero, you're probably going to get zero. The rule of thumb is for every dollar that you put in for marketing, two dollars should come out. Mm. That is that's literally the rule. So if you're putting in negative a dollar, you know what you're about to get. <laughs> yeah. So when I hear people say they only have twenty dollars a month for their budget, I'm like, so you expect and then they the time where I got that number because I'm like that's, that's literally what it, that's what it is so you have to understand that it's an investment not a cost that's the whole point of marketing to make your investment better. so figure out your budget figure out where your people um are and meet them there you've got to meet them, you hear them for them to come to you Especially when you first start now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my those those are my top three. Like most people, skip all three of those steps and um, have no budget or have no marketing plan. I'm not saying right. write down a third page plan. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just do write some ideas down. Figure out where your people
2: are and go from there. Sweet, oui, because like we I, the workshop that I attended talked about that foundation. Like just mm-hmm. like you don't have to have a full blown strategy, you don't have to be like yeah three years from now we gonna do X Y Z, like just right. like foundation just have that core just to get you started. Absolutely. So was there anything Absolutely. else that you wanted to like talk about, like from a business perspective or from a marketing perspective that you wanted to just throw out there?
1: Yes. So um, I actually came across this today, and I'm glad you're asking about this. So I've seen quite a few posts on social media today in particular about business owners starting out and their friends and family not supporting this.
2: Oh. So,
1: yes, and that actually ties very well into marketing, and let me tell you why. So when you're starting out, it's nice to have your village support you. That's great. However, if you're the only entrepreneur in that village they're not going to understand where you're coming from, nor should you expect them to understand. Do not use your friends and family as your only form of marketing it's It's just not it's not feasible. they're usually not your target client they're usually not understanding of what your needs are, and it can cause a you know a divide in your friendship or in your family yeah, so do not use that as a primary source in fact, I don't use my family at all. At all. At all, whatsoever. I've never asked them to um, support. That's because I knew they weren't the people that I was trying to reach, you know? So having that assumption that friends and family should do X, Y, Z is a, a very quick way of ending your business before you can start.
2: Oh, yes. I can preach on that all day. <laughs> I, I was one of those people. I started out the wrong way. I start, my first client was a family member. My first oh. home was with a family member, and it was just like, oh, God. And, and, like, and it gets touchy. It gets touchy, and it gets tricky because, like, you can't really be like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> you, like, it's, hard, it's hard to manage. It's very hard to manage. Once you pull them in, it's hard to get them out. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want them to succeed, but at the same time, you don't want to sink your ship managing this client or managing this account that's like soaking up all your time and your energy and like your thinking power. All your thinking power is going into how to make this person succeed when you have to figure out how you're supposed to succeed.
1: Absolutely. Like,
2: yeah. It's it's a, ooh, it's messy. It's so messy.
1: You can continue. Sorry. No, no, no. So it's, it's really bad and it's bad foundation. Yeah. Like, this is what this type of to hold you back. Okay. So I recommend not using this medium whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be afraid to to actually invest real money into what you're doing. You know, especially for example for Facebook ads. Everybody thinks that the day that the ads starts run is the day you get charged. That is incorrect. They have a billing period just the other person. In the other company, they have a billing period. Okay. You should be able to get your investment back before the billing period is up. Just throwing that out there. It's a huge misconception. Yeah. I I often a lot of people are like, well, if I put a five dollar on budget for today, they're gonna to take it out tomorrow. Not likely. <laughs> Not likely yeah. at all. So that's that's a, a good way of scaling your business because it's delayed. It's
2: yeah. a delayed
1: yeah and yeah I did like I
2: tested this out and like I I was thinking about it as you're saying I was like yeah you're
1: absolutely
2: right because I did it a few times and by the time I forgot about the ad for some reason I forget I don't know why but I forgot I forgot about the ad and then like a month or two later I see the bell I'm like oh yeah (laughs) now I see what happened
1: (laughs) Exactly. It's, it does sneak up on you now, so yeah. I totally understand that. I do, too. I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot all about this. But I know how a lot of companies grow and scale quickly running ads in general. It doesn't even have these Facebook ads. Just, mm-hmm. there, are, there are multiple ways to get to where you need to get to. So just figure out what way that is and, and and just go with it until you can't go with it no more. The thing is, with your marketing, it needs to be clicked. Just like, for example, I know um, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, and White Castle. They all look very distinctly different. Yes. Yeah. I, I know all that stuff. You need to be like that for your business. People need to know right off the jump, oh, that's her business. That's his business. It's, it's simple stuff like that. Being being a reminder in people's minds is a great way of, of marketing. So if you're changing yourself every two days, No one's going to ever remember what you do. Therefore, your marketing dollars will be bigger than anyone else's because there's no consistency. So being consistent, being present, and being able to be transparent are the best ways to grow your business and your marketing strategy. Mm. You can't do it hiding. You can't do it hiding. Unless you're a venture capitalist, you can't do it hiding. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I'm not there yet. So, I'm I'm going to be present every day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, speaking of like putting
2: yourself out there, where can people find you? Where can they where can they find you if they want to know more about marketing and they want to know more about your story? Where can people find you right now?
1: Okay. So, the couple ways they can find me. I do have a Facebook group called Master Your Marketing. It is exactly what the title sounds like. <laughs> So that's a great way of finding me. Um, they can also find me on Facebook. Um, I am and Marie. That's exactly what my page is called. And on LinkedIn under and Affirmative. Those are my top three platforms. So they um, are more than welcome to connect with me in any of those ways. Awesome. Well, thank you. Like, I just want to say thank you
2: for, like, oh, on so quickly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was the quickest thing I've done in like years. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm real like on it. Like,
2: guys, yeah, like you ready? Let's do it. Cause like I get <laughs> forgetful. I'm not gonna lie, I get forgetful. And like I learned that about myself as I continue to do business. Like I get I get really forgetful, and next thing you know, it's been weeks. And I'm like, oh my god, who's supposed <laughs> to do that thing? <laughs> so,
1: that sounds about right to me. That's the entrepreneur brain. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. So thank you so much for like hopping on and like telling us your story and giving us tips. Like I greatly appreciate it. Not a
1: problem. All
2: right. You have a great day. You too. Bye. And and I'll find you on Facebook.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye. (laughs)